failed due to the owners whistling their dog, which happened to be highly trained. David Powers Police says rare, fashionable breeds and working dogs are deemed more at risk. They ask people to be vigilant and have good security. Recently, a family have offered a £500 reward for the return of its dog that's gone missing from the Mathry area. A Tenby school is warning parents they could be banned from school grounds due to a road rage incident. The incident happened at Tenby Church in Wales Primary School on Monday. It's believed abusive and foul language was used in the school grounds after a parking near miss took place during the school run. The head teacher has made a full statement on social media with others calling for those responsible to be named and shamed. The number of GPs applying to work and train in Pembrokeshire has reached the highest number in the last five years. The increase in GPs has been put down to a new Welsh Government bursary, which offers £20,000 to doctors to train in parts of Wales that have difficulty in filling placements. Elaine Lawton from Huldar Health Board says the vast majority of trainees who come through the Pembrokeshire programme stay in Pembrokeshire. Industry leaders say the Welsh dragon emblem must take priority over the union flag when branding food and drink exports from Wales after Brexit. The value of Welsh food and drink exports exceeded half a billion pounds for the first time in 2017. Post-Brexit plans are also underway for a British system to protect certain food names like Welsh lamb and ham that's made in Carmarthenshire. Pembrokeshire Sport Now and Pembrokeshire County Swimming member Rhys Davis has taken part in the regional championships in Haverford West. He's just broken two INUS world records. He's clocked almost 2 minutes and 10 seconds in the 200 metre backstroke. The event was held over two weekends in Haverford West Leisure Centre. And in Division 1, Goodick have beaten Saundersfoot Sports at Phoenix Park. Wayne O'Sullivan's team improved their goal difference with this result. They're just a point behind leaders Moncton Swifts in the table. In the second half, Goodick were relentless. It's now seven straight league wins for Goodick. And that's the latest. You're up to date on Pure West Radio. Wake up with Toby Ellis. Weekdays from 6am on Pure West Radio with Folly Farm. Pure West Radio weather. Thank you very much there to Matt Spill for the latest news at nine this morning. Ella May and Trip to play in just a second. Then I've got to Simon Mottram here this morning. Really looking forward to having a good catch up with me, old mucker. Uh, lots has been going on. Plenty to talk about. Uh, so let's have a little look at the weather for today. Uh, dense fog patches are uh, going to lie early on today but hopefully uh, as the sun starts to break that'll start to lift and clear uh, feeling very mild today highs of 14 degrees spring certainly on the way this is pure west radio yeah. i put my feelings on safety so i don't go shooting where i be because you take the bullet trying to save me then I'm left to deal with making you bleed And that's a whole lot of love, ain't trying to waste it Like we be running them out and never make it That's just too bitter for words, don't wanna taste it That's just too bitter for words, don't wanna face it But I think that I'm done trippin', I'm trip trippin' I've been sippin', that's how I control This feeling you keep dipping, you keep on hitting it Boy, your love got me tripping on you. You know your love is big enough, make me 
back to food when I don't get it And I'm steady bruising just to save this But I tripped on your love, now I'm addicted And that's a whole lot of love, ain't tryna waste it Like we be running them out and never make it That's just too bitter for words, don't wanna taste it That's just too bitter for words, don't wanna face it It's LMA and Trip playing here at Pure West Radio. Eight minutes past nine. So our competition has closed for our Six Nations giveaway uh, for week two. A chance for you to win um, a trip to Cardiff. Uh, so you can go and watch Wales and Ireland in the beautiful city of Cardiff. Narbeth Travel will get you there and back so you can enjoy a nice couple of drinks and soak up the atmosphere. Uh, we've already had loads of winners uh, so far, a part of our Six Nations giveaway. Uh, Gearite actually kicked it off. Uh, the legend that managed to pick up the rugby ball in Castle Square, Haverford West. And he sung the Na- Welsh national anthem. In fact, he belted it out and won himself uh, the uh, Welsh rugby replica ball, uh, all with County Sports of Haverford West. Also, uh, last week we had another competition prize winner uh, of uh, week one of our online giveaway. And uh, uh, Huel the Wright managed to uh, bag herself a Welsh rugby jersey. So, who will be winning uh, the uh, uh, tickets for two to go to uh, Cardiff for Wales and? Island. We'll sort you out with Narbeth Travel. We'll get you there and back. We've got loads of other prize giveaways and uh, there is only one road leading to a huge prize giveaway right here at Pure West Radio. Uh, so the competition has now closed. I'll be announcing the winner in around about T-minus 20 minutes. We've got your pet finder on the way at 9.30 looking at those lost and found animals. We've also got season three, our featured track of the week from the studios based here in Haverford West. We'll see what great work they've been doing uh, with musicians here in Pembrokeshire and further afield. But up next, I've got Simon Mottram from Fast Track Driving School to have a little 
chat about what he's been up to as film crews have been reported here in the county. And uh, also, we'll be tackling some of your questions on Pembrokeshire's roads this morning. I'm looking forward to it. Now that here's Calvin Harris and John Newman. This is Blame on Breakfast. Can't be sleeping, keep on waking Without the woman next to me Guilt is burning, inside I'm hurting This ain't a feeling I can keep So blame it on the night Don't blame it on me, don't blame it on me Blame it on the night Don't blame it on me, don't blame it on me From Pembrokeshire, see the action live from our studios in Haverford West at purewestradio.com and on our Facebook page, Pure West Radio. I miss you, pushing me close to the edge. I miss you. 
And that is Ruin My Life, the Swedish pop sensation playing here at POS Radio. Before that, Calvin Harris and John Newman with Blame. And there's always plenty of blame when it comes to Pembrokeshire's roads and to tackle your questions and uh, also uh, the biggie, which we had our poll on this morning. Uh, I've got Simon Mottram with us from Fast Track Driving School. Morning, my man. Toby. How hard has it been to get two men in the same room at the same time, mate? <laughs> I know. This is a momentous occasion. Uh, we're live on Facebook right now. And, of course, uh, broadcasting uh, across Pembrokeshire and the world at purewestradio.com. And, yes, I have Simon Mottram here in the studio. And it's great to have you because I have been useless. <laughs> um, as we've been, we've supposed to have met, I think maybe on four or five occasions now. Absolutely, yeah. it, we just haven't managed to lock down a date that we've both managed to pull it off. And now you've got the leggy. I've got a bit of man flu, <laughs> but I'm going to soldier through this. I'm going to get through it. We'll be fine. We'll do that because we're here now. It's the worst, isn't it? Yeah, man only flu. the men will understand how yeah. painful this is. Hundred percent, absolutely. So how are you, my man? Really good. Uh, Excellent. Busy, busy. It's been a busy few weeks at the school. Yeah. 
Um, we've put together a nice discount book for our students. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Um, yeah. You can see it on our Facebook Live video right now. Um, so yeah, this this amazing discount book. And look at that, eh? On the back of it, POS Radio. Bad. Not bad. You are a fine supporter of us. Uh, thank you very much, Simon. Really appreciate that. Um, it's a great booklet. I was just having a little look through it, and uh, some amazing discounts for all of the drivers that uh, pass their test. Yeah, with you. I mean the aim is when we get a new student in, they'll get one of these handed to them. There's about five hundred pounds worth of discounts in there, uh, so it's an incentive for them to come and join the school. Yeah, but yeah. also it's to try and promote people to go and shop locally. Local businesses put in their discounts. Um, this is the first edition. Uh, the 2020 edition, we're going to hope, is going to be even bigger. There's quite a few in there now. Yeah. So any local businesses want to put in some sort of offer, get in touch with us at Fast Track and look for the next edition next year. Fantastic. Uh, what I really like as well is this a little appointment schedule. Yes. You know, I remember when I was learning to drive... Um, yeah, often forgetting when your lessons are used yeah. to sort of come around. So, so it's great. So um, so when someone um, wants to learn how to drive with you, you would give them a booklet straight away? And... Absolutely. Lesson number one. Great. Um, and it's a good incentive not to lose the book as well. Yes. Um, because their appointment and their diaries are inside it. So that was the, uh, the the method behind that thought. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. And there is just so many amazing discounts in here from actually purchasing a car. Mm. Um, you can save uh, hundreds of pounds there to uh, money off. Uh, services uh, to hair and beauty salons to get your car washed to go out for food it's just it's a brilliant booklet that yeah it's uh, it's come together really nice and it's been, been designed really well as well it looks really nice and yeah. colourful super work by Bear 14 yeah. uh, so um, exclusive to fast track driving school indeed it is of course amazing so uh, make sure you do uh, pick up your booklet uh, your student discount booklet when you, when you learn to drive um, are, are any of the older ones allowed this as well well we can let one or two go <laughs> I think somewhere I'm sure we can go. we can part with one that's it also a little birdie tells me that the film crews from ITV have been down here they have, yes. Poking and prodding you, wondering what you're up to. They, they came down last week. Yeah. Uh, we opened up, or we did a taster session for our under-17s driving club. Yeah. Um, which started last week, which is great, exciting. Very exciting. It's been in the making for a couple of years, really, but it was just getting the right ground yeah. big enough to cope with what we needed to do. Yeah. Um, so we did a taster session up in Care Airfield, which is where it's going to be situated. Yeah. We've got about two kilometres of open space there manoeuvres ground slalom ground so there's yeah. lots of places they can go and play in a nice controlled environment as well yeah um itv gave us a ring and just asked us what was going on because it went into the telegraph and obviously they get hold of it from there and mm. the plan was to have five or six young children in mm. two cars mm. Mm. that was the plan mm. we ended up <laughs> with 13 cars with three children in each so we ended up with 39 young children wow it's fantastic yeah between the ages of 14 and 16 uh, we're now going to be running this every Saturday, mm -hmm. uh, and February's already booked out. Fantastic! It's a great idea. I mean, um, when you, when you sent us over the the press info, you know, straight onto our onto our news because it was a great news story. So I can see why ITV want to cover it. Mm. When when is it going to be on the telly? Do you know? Well, we're waiting. Um, I spoke to Jess Main, who's the reporter from the ITV Worlds at six mm. uh, yesterday. Um, because it's not a time-sensitive story, mm. they're just waiting for a bit of a break or a gap, if you like, yeah. on one of their programmes. Uh, we're hoping, hopefully, well, it won't be this week, maybe next week. Okay. But Jess will let me know, uh, and I'll let you guys know oh, as soon as great. I know. Yeah, so we'll give you a little tip-off here at POS Radio. Uh, however, um, you know, just keep watching the ITV News, because you never know when you might just pop up. And all these kids as well, I guess they came with their parents. And, oh, and yeah. What's the feedback been like for Amazing. this new under-17s driving school? So, like I said, it's a great idea. Yeah, it's been great. We've had good feedback from the parents on the day as well. Mm, ITV mm. did actually interview a lot of the parents and the children. 
Um, we've had lots of messages of support uh, since that first taster mm. session from parents, mm. just letting us know how much they enjoyed it. Mm. So many parents have sent us so many videos and photos of that day because, mm. you know, what parent wouldn't want to see their 14 year old driving around in, for example, a Fiat Arbath? Mm. Now it's an mm. Arbath, but yes, it's also a Fiat. Yeah. Um, but John Smith <laughs> can't help the name of the make. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was just good fun all mm. round. Mm. They're cool, those R-bars, though. They're, got a nice they're, they're okay. You've got a nice little sound on them. You can hear they? them coming, put it that yeah. way, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think it's it's great because it gives these children the opportunity now to, to learn how to drive, you know, before they're 17, before they're legally allowed on the road. Mm. However, you know, they're actually going to get some, you know, first-class training before they actually go on the roads before they're 17 as well. So, hypothetically, you know, they're going to be better well trained That's before they actually go on the roads where there's other road users so i think this is a bit of a win-win yeah i mean we're prepping them we're mm. just giving them some forward notice some forward knowledge mm. of mm. what to expect mm. when they turn 17 and legally they can drive on the road um so if they've had maybe one or two years of previous experience of controlling a car ultimately that experience when they hit the road will be a lot calmer for them mm. than if they'd never driven before yeah um yeah. plus they've got maybe one or two years experience of driving mm. so ultimately in the long term mm. safer driver for life and my dad he was like there is no way you're driving my car not not even down the aerodrome no chance you're not having a go in my car you're going to wait to have your lessons so you know and i, I can understand that from a parent's point of view now i get it at the time i was like oh. Going on, Dad. Come car. on. It's only a now car. I get it. Yeah, you, yeah. Know? <laughs> you know, all I do as soon as I see you in the driving, say, "What are you doing? Get out!" Um, you know, so I can understand that now. But it, it gives you know great opportunity to children to learn how to drive. You know, before they can legally do it. So and a good confidence boost in skill as well. Mm -hmm. You know, some of the kids that turned up on the taster session, I don't think the parents actually realised how quickly those kids were going to move off because mm. not one parent was ready with a camera <laughs> and all the cars were lined up, and it's only a minute or two. And all the cars drove off. Yeah. So all the parents were fumbling for the cameras. <laughs> and I think they expected to be sitting there for quite a while. Yeah. But with the help of our fully trained instructors, mm. we can get them moving and then teach them the basics as mm. they go along. Mm. Well, good luck with that venture. I'm Thank sure you. it's going to be very successful for you. And um, hopefully your insurance premium hasn't gone up too much. No, it's not too bad. <laughs> And keep an eye out for Simon and uh, his fast track driving uh, school crew uh, on ITV News. Right. Let's get down to it then, Simon. Uh, so we put a poll on our Facebook page at the end of January when we were first originally yeah. supposed to catch Back up. Back then, yeah. So we've had the results. They're verified. Uh, however, this one really wasn't too much of a surprise, to be honest, because we put to you, which two areas would you like us to tackle? And uh, we gave you two options. It was Morrison's Roundabout in Haverford West and also the traffic lights in Pembroke Dock. As without a doubt, they are the two hotspot areas that we get most complaints about here at Pure West Radio. And surprise, surprise, with 88% of the vote, it has gone to Morrison's Roundabout in Haverford West. So, Simon, what's your take on Morrison's Roundabout? My take... Um... It was, I think it stems back to when it kind of like changed overnight. Yes. Um, from being unmarked to being marked. Mm -hmm. And I don't think people actually realised because no one knew it was actually going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, so it caught a lot of people unawares, I think, when they actually entered that roundabout mm -hmm. for the first few days, mm -hmm. few weeks. A lot of people didn't actually realise after a few weeks it was still lane marked. Yeah. So they were creatures of habit and just taking the normal route they've taken for probably years and years yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately, when it's marked, if they're taking the same route, they're not going to be staying in the same lane. Yeah. So quite often they're going between lanes to get from 
exit to entrance. Yeah. Or entrance to exit, I should say. Um, so then they're cutting a lot of people up. Yeah. I think the roundabout does work. It can work. It's lane yeah. marks. There's no reason it can't. Uh-huh. A lot of it is driver error, unfortunately. Okay. driver error. Okay. Signage. Mm. There's lack of as approaching the roundabout? Um, I think signage is okay. I think possibly road markings are lacking. Okay. Um, for example, if you're coming past the multi-storey car park mm-hmm. and you're heading up towards the Withybush Hospital, yeah, it's clearly marked on the floor. The left lane is for the A487. Yeah. And it's clearly lane marked. And the right lane is for the A40. Yeah. But so many people still use that left lane to go right round the outside of that roundabout and head off towards the hospital. Yeah. Um, and if you've got someone in the right lane heading for the same destination, yeah, then potentially you've got two cars heading for the same space. Yeah. So, you know, I think, again, it's being aware yeah. of the markings, but there aren't a lot of them. I think it's the only one on that entrance that's actually marked. Yeah. The rest aren't. Mm-hmm. So I think people just take it as a free-for-all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there were quite a few bumps there um, after this happened. I think, again, because possibly there wasn't much signage or notification about the, the new layout. It seems to have quietened down a little bit. However... I guess one of the the big questions that poses on this roundabout is, you know, you're um, taught, I believe, uh, after 12 o'clock, you would be in the right-hand lane. Mm. Um, however, if you're coming um, from uh, Bridge Meadow, so you're going past Morrison's on the left, and then you approach the roundabout, you have the first exit goes into Morrison's, the second exit goes up to Withywish Hospital, the third exit goes up to, to Prendergast. So which lane should I be in? Because the Prendergast turnoff is past 12 o'clock. However, the indications of the road are sort of trying to push me into the, the right-hand lane. Mm. So wh- which, which lane do we get in? Before it was lane marked, yeah. um, personally from a defensive driving, remember this is just an opinion. Yeah. This is not compulsory, it's advisory. Yes. Um, I used to use, and so did a lot of others, the left lane. The left lane. Um, okay. Because there was nothing telling you you couldn't do it. Yeah. And it seemed a safer option to use the the left lane than the right. Yeah. Because if you were using the right lane quite often, there was someone to the left of you heading for Prendergast. Yes. So um, then it was tended to be a safer option for the left. However, now it's marked. It's a right lane. Yeah. It's clearly a right lane. Yeah. Because of the road markings in front of you, the hatch markings in front. If you're approaching the left, you're going through that hatched area. Yeah. So now it's a case of right lane, right signal, halfway through the Morrisons or the Willybush turning. Yeah. Then you've got to move yourself across into that left lane. So it has changed. Wow, that is such good news because I did the exact same thing as you. You know, I use that road every day. I I, I use that exact manoeuvre every single morning and afternoon uh, to go up to Prendergast. And I always used to use the left lane Mm. and it still feels most natural (laughs) using that left lane. Um, However, it's marked for the right. So... Um, that's what we need to do then. I think that's a safer option now. Yeah. yeah. And you've got to look as well, if there is a collision, you know, there's no road marking stating that you can now use the left lane mm. to go there. So insurance purpose wise, mm. maybe it's the safest option just to use that right lane. Wonderful. And be, de- be de- defensive on your moving across. Yeah. Because it is a bit dodgy because you're still going to meet people, maybe locals to Prendergast. Yes. Or going to Halford mm. West High, still in that left lane. Mm. Mm. So it's always a good idea to be very aware of what's happening over your left shoulder yeah. before you move across. Yeah. Uh, and obviously as well, people coming down from uh, Withybush mm. quite often will overshoot that line into the area you've got to move into. Yes. So you've got to be aware of what's going on, really. Yeah. So do you think it's been set up correctly? Do you, do you feel that, you know, there is sufficient road markings and signage 
on on the roundabout? No, again, I say I don't think there's sufficient road markings there. Mm. A common sense does come into play, and with yeah. driving, there's a little bit of black, a little mm. bit of white, and a hell of a lot of grey. Yeah, you know that's just driving every day, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think the thing is with it, it's it's not a fluid roundabout. If you look at some of the ways you've got to approach, for example. Uh, it takes you off the normal line of a roundabout. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, you do have to keep an eye on your lane markings to stay in them. Whereas on a normal roundabout, it's quite soft as you come round and it's quite easy to stay in the lane. Mm. But if you take your eyes off the lane markings or the road, it's quite easy to move across. Mm. So again, it's down to driver to be aware mm. of where they are, where they're heading and where the lane takes them. Mm. Great. Okay. Uh, we're taking your questions right now on the Facebook live video. So uh, please do get in touch uh, if you would like us to put any questions uh, to uh, Simon this morning. So uh, just go on to Facebook. You'll see the live video. You can watch us in the studio right now. Uh, please hit the like button if you can hear us okay and hit the share as well if you're enjoying it. And um, we will put your questions uh, to Simon. Um, you possibly called this one. Uh, Wayne Morse has been in touch. Uh, he said, has it been designed to slow people down? Um, how can you answer that question to slow people down? Mm. I mean, at the end of the day, creatures of habit, we're going to be taking an, an entrance into a roundabout if we know where we're going. Yeah. Potentially, yeah, it does slow people down, Wayne, because of yeah. the way it's not a fluent roundabout. It's not soft approach. You've got yeah. to actually keep an eye on things. So quite often you'll ease off the gas. Yeah. Not always, not everyone mm. does that. But mm. yeah, it can it can be there as, as a slowing procedure, if you like. Yeah. Because it's a little bit more confusing on the road markings. Did they change this roundabout for more efficiency? Did you think there was anything wrong with it before? I suppose if you look at, I don't know, go back to McDonald's roundabout, that yeah. same question falls in, doesn't it? Mm, um, mm. The answer, I don't know, to be honest, Hope, why yeah. why they put the markings there. Yeah. I don't know. People will say it worked better before it was lane marked yeah. than ever it does now that it is. Mm, mm. Tough question to answer, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You know, and I'd rather give no answer than the incorrect one. Yeah. <laughs> no, very true. Mm. Um, which brings me nicely on to mcdonald's roundabout um we often hear a few quarrels about that one in merlin's bridge um i feel personally it's actually more efficient now um it seems to get the traffic through at a sort of steady pace although at night time the traffic lights should they be on or off well how many times have you sat there on your own at a red light yeah uh, maybe early hours of the morning yeah um the thing is we turn the lights off a lot of people again it's creatures of habit if they're used to lights and then it, they turn them off, they can get a little bit freaked out by that. Mm. But I agree, it does flow. It, you know, it works. I mean, mm. if you look at Freeman's Way now and go back maybe a few years before the lights were there, mm. the queue at Freeman's Way was a lot longer and slower. Yeah. Personally, I think. Mm -hmm. But now if you join that queue, you're not really stopping. No. You're just creeping along, yeah, creeping along. Yeah. It works. Yeah. It does work. Now, if you jump back to Morrison's, I don't know what the plans are with that. Are mm. they going to, is that the finished product? Yeah. Are they going to do anything with it? What are mm. the plans? I don't know. Mm. Um, but potentially like controlled. Mm. Mm. How are the roads in uh, Pembrokeshire now? Are they busier um, than ever before? Um, are there more accidents, do you feel? Because I think here at Pure West Radio, one thing that's very evident is that certainly bridges are getting hit a lot more often than not seen. by HGVs. Yeah. I've had quite a, an infamous rant <laughs> and um, the railway bridge work actually happening this weekend. Don't forget, uh, so long delays in Merlin's Bridge uh, as they actually change the Milford Road Railway Bridge as they've done the Pembroke Road one. But that affects HGVs. You know, you're in the, the cars, the very important learner driver cars around Pembrokeshire with people that are learning the roads you know so how do you find Pembrokeshire's roads yes. on the whole I think they are getting busier 
um, I think more and more people are buying more and more cars. Mm. I mean, lots of families now have two, possibly three, four cars yes. to a household. Yes. Whereas before you had one and you shared. Mm. Um, so yeah, it is busier. Um, Accident-wise, there are quite a few. Mm. But whether that's gone up, I don't know statistically. Mm. But definitely there seems to be a lot more shunts going on. Mm. Whether that's because people are a little bit less patient and they're rushing a little bit more, more flow, mm. less driver awareness. I think there's a lot of factors you put together to create the accident. Mm. Oh, I say accident. An accident is something that could have been prevented. Yes. So I don't like to use the word accident. Yeah. Because most of them could be prevented because most accidents are, as we know, mm. driver error. Mm. So, yeah. So Pembrokeshire's roads, they are, um, there's a lot of B roads. We go to a lots of different sort of remote locations. Would you say Pembrokeshire's roads are, are harder to drive on maybe than city roads? I suppose if, you, if you're born in the rural areas, you're more confident on them. Mm. I mean, if you mm. go back now to the summer and we get the holidaymakers and the tourists mm. down, <laughs> and you know, if you drive between, I don't know, Knowlton and Newgale, mm. and, you know, and you get someone coming towards you that's not used to those roads, mm. and they've got a reverse Quite often, they're not going to reverse. Yeah. Just yeah. Just, oh, yeah. That's you it. You get that look and they're like, yeah, I don't think going. you're going to go anyway. Yeah, it's like that look of fear. I'm like, yeah. looking through their mirrors. <laughs> Where yeah. are we going? So they're not used to it. Yeah, it's, it's the Pembrokeshire people that usually have to back up. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, and you've got to look at the speed limits on those roads as well. Quite often, they are mm. national speed limit roads. Mm, 60 mm. miles an hour attached mm, to these roads. Mm. And uh, quite often, a lot of people will think that's compulsory, mm. not advisory. Mm. And they do tend to use those roads <laughs> a little bit quick yeah. um, without thought of what's coming the other way. Mm. You know, And if they're travelling too quick, if they meet themselves coming the other way doing the same speed, the impact is imminent, isn't mm. it? Mm. But, um, mm. yeah, I think the roads are OK. We're used to them. Yes. Um, and we know where the hot spots are. We certainly do, um, which brings me on to my next question nicely. Uh, yesterday, there was another accident on the A40 at Slebich, outside of the car dealership there. There's a lot of accidents there, Simon. Do you know why or have any inkling to why? A lot of it really is obviously it's a speed limit of the road being what it is. Mm. Um, and, you know, if you're approaching something like that and you know there's an industrial estate or business premises there, mm. the likelihood is there's going to be vehicles pulling in or out. Mm. Um, Mm. And I think some people pulling possibly out of those areas don't really understand uh, the speed of the approaching vehicle, mm. you know, and they go for the pull out, not really realizing how quick these vehicles mm. are approaching left mm. and right. Mm. So, again, it, it's down, really. There's no reason for it to happen. Mm. That's that's my big point. There's no reason for the accidents to happen there mm. because, mm. you know, it's there. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's mm. it's you, you've got to expect vehicles to move in and out. So you've got to basically drop your speed down in preparation. And mm. if your forward planning is working, mm. then that doesn't happen at all. Yeah. It's very interesting because I think if you're not from the area, like you say, it's, it's easy for these accidents to happen. You know, yesterday it was it was involving uh, a taxi, a local taxi and, and also uh, a local as well. So, um, you know, do you feel maybe the speed limit should be reduced? On a, on a stretch there to, to maybe force people speed down a little bit do you reckon that would help prevent accidents of course that's if they abided by the speed limit yeah yeah but yeah I think if you drop the speed down at these areas there's a little bit more activity mm. you know hence the reason when you go to residential areas there's more activity the speed limit's lower mm. you know mm. but yeah why not mm. why not is the question isn't it mm. there's mm. no reason not to do it yeah super um, few more questions um, coming in um, I guess um the biggie going back to um, Morrison's roundabout. Um, let's come in. Um, Wayne Morse is giving you a big thumbs up and he's happy. Great response there. I'm glad Simon. you're happy, Wayne. Um, thank you. If you're <laughs> yeah. happy, I'm happy, mate. We always like to keep everybody uh, happy. Um, 
So, um, another one from Wayne here. It's a 60 mile an hour area, but people slow down for no reason. Um, I guess that's in regards to the A40 at Slebich then. Um, so, I mean, I guess... Um, the Wayne's but always happy. <laughs> I mean, I guess if it is 60 miles an hour, you know, you are legally allowed to travel at 60 miles an hour, regardless if they're if it's a turning for an industrial estate or not, really. So I guess that would just make sense, really, wouldn't it? Just to bring the speed limit down and hopefully it'll force people down even further again. Yeah, but again, the limit is there as a limit, not mm. a target. Yeah. You know, the aim is you drive, you can drive up to 60 miles an hour on mm. that section of mm. road providing it's safe to do so and mm. then common sense really does kick in doesn't it mm. so if you, if mm. as a local you know there's a busy area like the bmw garage and mm. and you know there's mm. activity common sense would say potentially let's just ease off a little bit i mean quite often as well maybe going back to what wayne has said mm. um, on a road that it is absolutely safe to make progress mm. then there is no reason to be traveling at a very low speed mm. um because ultimately you're becoming the hazard mm. and mm. you know when you're enticing that person behind you dangling the carrot for the person to potentially go for an overtake mm. on a place where they no- normally wouldn't overtake. Mm. Mm. Um, so, yeah, if it's safe to make progress, make it. Mm. No problem at all. Mm. So is it um, the, the trunk roads and the highways that sort of set speed limits and and look at, you know, the, the roads in general? Uh, I think it's basically based on population. Uh, and, you know, obviously the less houses and people that live on mm. a stretch, the higher that limit yeah. becomes. But who, who would decide the speed limits? Do you know, I'm not too sure, to be yeah. honest. I, mean, I can find out. Yeah. Um, the See, government this, this or... is one thing that, um, you know, it, it does grate me in a way. You know, if I was the government, I would want to consultate people like yourself that are on the roads all the time. You know, at the end of the day, you're teaching our youngsters how to, to learn how to drive on our on our roads. So they should be, you know, speaking to people like yourselves, I feel, and going, look, how can we improve the safety of our roads? You know, have you seen any black spots? Have you seen any issues? And, and you know, maybe take that information on board to make the roads safer? Why not? Yeah. You know, we're the people on the ground, as is every other person. Yes. You know, yeah. they know the facts. Quite often, there's, it's, it's the same places all the time mm. that are getting these shunts and accidents. Yeah. Um, so ultimately, that's a dangerous place. Yeah. So sort it out. Yeah. Sort it out. <laughs> simple, yeah. Really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. it may, it's sometimes what does get me, and even my students, and they say we're going down very quiet or for tight country roads. Mm. Mm. They can't understand why it's a sixty mile an hour speed limit. Mm. Mm. You know why is this sixty? Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm saying well because of the population. There's nothing here. This is the regulation yeah. of it. And they ask the question quite often. But, why can't they just change it? Yeah. Why can't they just change yeah. it? Surely yeah. it can yeah. be changed. And like I say, common sense, yeah. you know, it comes into a, a large part of this, is you wouldn't be travelling 60 miles an hour or, or up to on some of these roads. You know, it, it's dangerous, you know, and, and, you know, pretty impossible as well in Absolutely. some of them. You yeah, know? but some people do try. Yeah, I'm know? sure they and do. That's the, that's the sad fact. Yeah. You know, they do try and uh, pick up the speed, you mm. know, and it's not just hitting on the youngsters, but, you know, the younger generation, you know, mm. once they've got their mates in the car, you know, they've passed their test. Mm. They're not used to having three mates in the back of their car with the extra added weight. Handling of the vehicle's different. Yeah, yeah. It's a shock to the system when they try and handle the car at high speed. Mm. And it doesn't do what they think it's going to do. Mm. Ultimately, the end product is uh, sad. Mm. Yeah, it very can be sometimes. Um, thank you ever so much for popping in, Simon. It's been great um, tackling some of these uh, questions. The big one that Morrison's roundabout. I'm, I'm glad we've managed to sort of... Um, I think touch the surface on it a little bit today. We'll get more questions from our listeners as you're going to be joining us hopefully on a regular basis. If we can, absolutely, <laughs> we can both we can get meet there. up, mate. Yeah. yeah, which I'm sure we can. Yeah. Um, you know, it would be great uh, putting another poll out there and seeing what questions our listeners would like to put to you. But uh, 
I'm, you've put me at ease now. I feel like I know how to approach the roundabout when I go into Prendergast a little bit better from Bridge Meadows. So. I mean, there's a few different ways Thank that we know are a bit dubious, as we know. Yeah. You know, even coming out of Prendergast, for example. Yeah. Sometimes that's a Russian roulette move. Oh, yes. It's not nice. You're not quite sure where people are going. Yeah. Uh, you know, the ultimate advice is use your indications, be in the right lane for where you want to go, stay in the lane until it's time to come off. Mm. Is it three simple steps? <laughs> Simon Mottram from First Foot Driving School. Thanks for popping in, my man. You're more than welcome, mate. Always a pleasure, and we'll catch up very soon. Thank you, Toby. We've got your pet finder on the way in just a sec, and also our season three featured track of the week right here on Breakfast. The Breakfast Show with Toby Ellis. Weekdays 6 till 10 a.m. on Pure West Radio with Folly Farm. Seven Spice! Where the staff are oh so nice. You'll love our Jalfrezi and special rice. What's even better is our price. This will have you coming back not once, but twice. <laughs> Enough of all that rhyming. Malaki! The Seven Spice of Market Street, Halford West, offers the finest Asian cuisine, open six days a week. They offer a fine selection of Indian dishes to eat in or take away. Book your table now or place your order by visiting sevenspice.uk or call Aki on 01437 762 789. The Seven Spice, where the staff are oh so nice. 24 Carat Hire Services are based in West Wales and provide marquee hire, outdoor stage, wedding marquees, mobile bar, sound and lighting. We've won the Welsh National Wedding Awards category of Best Outside Wedding Company in Wales in 2015 and 2016, voted by our happy brides and grooms. Our professional and friendly crew will work closely with you to ensure everything runs smoothly. Get your free quote today by calling us on 01239 711 or visit www.24caratpromotions.co.uk At Teas R Us, our services range from one-off t-shirt printing and slogans to embroidered clothing and uniforms for business and clubs. Whether your design needs to look crisp and professional or it's just a bit of fun, our experienced embroiders and t-shirt printers offer high-quality products at very competitive prices. Remember, if your business needs to look like a team, we can help design a logo and embroider it or screen print it onto quality clothing especially on workwear or for sports clubs and schools. Personalised clothing from Teas R Us. We can take care of it all. Find us at Rumbleway Service Station New Hedges, 10B in Law Street, Pembroke Dock and Prendergast in Haverford West. Teas R Us. We've always been farmers, but now we're so much more than a farm. There's 120 acres of fun with over 900 animals in our zoo and barn. 16 lovingly restored rides in our vintage fairground, plus numerous indoor and outdoor play areas. And with 50% of the attraction being undercover, there's always plenty to see and do come rain or shine. So why not purchase one of our great value annual passes today? That's one whole year of fantastic family-friendly fun. Head on over to our website www.folly-farm.co.uk for more information. Zoo, barn, fairground, play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm. This is Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire. 
It's Baby Grant and Baby Baby playing here at Pure West Radio. We do have Season 3's featured track of the week on the way in a few moments. I'm really looking forward uh, to playing you this one as it's some brand new material uh, from Season 3. Uh, it's going to sound awesome this morning. Uh, it's 9.49 of me, Tobes. Uh, a little bit later than the norm. It's now time to take a look at those lost and found animals on your pet finder. Uh, thanks once again to Simon Mottram uh, for popping in this morning. What an absolute star he is and uh, great finding out about uh, some of his views uh, on Pembrokeshire's roads. Pet Finder on Pure West Radio. Right, let's have a little look at some of our cats and dogs which have gone missing. Uh, Dan Sutton's been in touch to say he found uh, a very sweet boy in Pembroke Dock last night. Uh, he was walking by the police station and uh, it looks like it's uh, a collie uh, type dog. Uh, all black with uh, sort of white markings around his eyebrows and mouth. Also, he's got uh, uh, white and tan feet and also uh, a white and tan tail towards the end. Uh, he has been taken to the vets uh, today. The microchip record uh, says that his home is in Milford Haven and Greenacres Animal Rescue are currently looking after this dog. So if you have lost yours uh, around the uh, Pembroke Dock area, please get in touch with Greenacres Animal Rescue. Uh, also on Tuesday, uh, Sean Anthony got in touch to say that he'd lost his black and white cat in Nayland. Uh, Ganja is the cat's name. <laughs> and had uh, been missing from the High Street uh, area of uh, Nayland for uh, a day or so, uh, but did return home last night, which is great news. Um, this one's really touched me, especially after I saw uh, a husky yesterday with their owner. Uh, Lola's been missing for two weeks now from Mathry. Uh, the family are just totally devastated. Beautiful looking dog. They possibly think Lola may have been stolen. So if you have seen uh, any whereabouts or any dodgy activity going on around Mathry, possibly maybe you've seen the stray husky uh, Lola around Mathry, then please do get in touch. Uh, very sort of standard and typical markings for the husky. Um, got beautiful black markings are on a back and face and then the sort of white mask and uh, white bottom half and feet and underneath of the tail is white as well beautiful husky lola missing from mathry please do let us know if you've got any sightings or information uh, that is all for your pet finder here this morning any lost or found animals that you have or any information uh, that you uh, can pass on to us maybe uh, you've uh, heard an animal mentioned and you've just thought wow i remember seeing uh, that dog well please call us right now on haverford west 764455 that's 01437 764455 you can also send us an email with any details to get featured on our pet finder uh, we do it each and every uh, weekday morning at 9 30 and in the afternoon as well on drive time uh, right our season three featured track of the week plays after eric prince
Eric Fritz and Call On Me playing right here at Pure West Radio. 9.54 with me, Tobes, right here on Friday morning's breakfast. The latest local news on the way for you very soon at 10 o'clock with Matt Spill. And then Stephanie Jane with you on the daytime show 10 till 1. She'll also be updating you with Pembrokeshire's weather just after our news headlines on the way. It is now time for our featured season three track of the week. And no dueling mixes uh, today as a, uh, another record has landed from the studios based here in Haverford West and the brief which uh, has fell into the studio uh, from season three says in 2004 my wife and I were walking through Caniston Woods in the autumn and she turned to me and smiled this started my pen to write the lyrics however due to work and projects it has taken this time to have recorded it so this is an incredible project in the making. A whopping 15 years to go from the initial idea uh, until hearing the final end product, which I'll play in a few moments. Uh, So up to now, I usually record everything myself on keyboard, but was encouraged recently to collaborate with other musicians. And it was one of my goals with the Season 3 project. It was great to hear the song evolve as each musician added their track. And uh, we have a list of the people involved in the project and a huge thank you uh, to them all uh, from uh, season three. Uh, there's Ben Helms, drums. Uh, ben is from Berkshire, um, who season three is yet to meet or even speak with. Uh, but due to the positive side of the internet, Ben recorded the drums in exchange for uh, season three mastering one of his tracks. Uh, he also uh, gave some great feedback on the mix and uh, season three really looks forward uh, to working with Ben in the future and meeting up. Uh, Will Scott was featured on vocals and uh, Will like the rest of the band hails from Pembrokeshire and was a great vocal style that season three were looking for uh, on this reflective track there was Maynard Hooper on bass Uh, Maynard uh, was the first bass guitarist that season three worked with and uh, has a brilliant uh, Tyler and Fitter uh, which is uh, how they met Uh, he has done some some superb uh, bathrooms uh, and uh, kitchens in Pembrokeshire he's an absolute star Uh, also Josh Deakin uh, was on electric guitar Uh, season 3 worked with Josh's dad at the Milford Oil Refinery for 8 years Uh, Josh has been accepted for the British and Irish Institute of Music in Bristol to study guitar uh, later this year so who knows uh, where his uh, musical career may take him and uh Possibly we may even be hearing more of Josh Deakin in the future. Uh, Also, uh, Jill Ellis, a.k.a. Grandmother Bear. Yep, my mum was on acoustic guitar and uh, uh, she was, in the words of season three, the very special lady who inspired the song. Also, Moy was on uh, keyboard parts and mixing and mastering. So without further ado, after 15 years from the initial start of the process of this record it now has managed to get to fruitation and it's a a wonderful track it really is it's very poignant uh it does uh, touch the emotions uh for sure and it's a beautifully produced record this it's our season three featured track of the week and this is called autumn years it's playing here at pure west radio at two minutes to ten in a late spring many years ago You were his trophy to put on show And when I first saw you across the bar You were so near, so close, so far Why do all 
others have the gorgeous ones They strike gold, but I am left with bronze And when you split, I saw my golden chance That was the start of this romance This road has been so long a country mile There have been lambs and also several tears But when you turned to me and gave that smile I know it's you This road has been so long. 